0: Count it up, count it up, count it up I get more, more, more
1: They jacking, they got me back Money, brain, power, as your whole, home, yeah. What's going on everyone? Welcome to episode sixty two of High Top Flip Flops. As always, it is Chris, aka Chris, aka not Chris, aka Bashman's side, because I don't fight, I just get beat up, aka Lil Poopy Dirt, aka it's not me, it's not you. We're just going through a tough time right now, aka Doctor Do Too Little. As always, I'm here with Navake.
2: It's Navake, aka Navake, aka Mr. Run Up to a Girl, say hello, then run away. aka the Tamil Tyrese, aka Lil' Couch. Well, let him know what's a good sign. (laughs) Oh, the lemon Today, we have one of the original kings of comedy. Original kings of 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 comedy. One of the biggest stars in the world. Oh my God, this guy. Number one in all of eastern and western Canada. Uh, They know him in Saskatchewan. Oh, They know him in Alberta. Alberta, right. They know him. Vancouver. In Super- Vancouver. Yeah. I was gonna say something else. <laughs> something else. What was that? Mm. I was gonna say Uganda. Oh,
0: Uganda. Because you're worldwide, probably. Oh right, right. right. <laughs> I got that feeling. <laughs> My face everywhere. And can I also
2: say that you're from Korea, Korea. North? Yeah. So- yeah, North South, Korea. North Korea. Korea. You're
0: yeah. from North. Yeah, I brought one nuclear bomb. Oh really? So we can share it. <laughs> like a right? They cut it down. Hit
1: the ball, hit the ball. Yeah,
0: We got Edward yeah. Kim. Yeah, Kim. Yeah, this is Edward Kim from Korea. <laughs> I like that. So I, I didn't understand what you're talking about, like at the beginning right, part. Because right, right. like, oh, yeah. opening meant, what was the AKA? Sure. So, what was that?
1: so those are, AKA stands were also known as, it's like uh, different monikers or mm-hmm. different names, like nicknames. Right. So all of those nicknames are made up, but they're all of our other ways that... that People call us, but nobody right. actually calls us those oh, things. Okay. So You're made up. Made up. Ones. For exactly. you. Exactly. For like, my name is yeah. Chris, but, yeah. you, you know, AKA Chris. Some people mistakenly call me Chris, but I got to correct them. You know, let them know my name That's always
0: to make some for you. That's for right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Oh. So,
1: um, so that's, those are our AKs. Do you have any nicknames? Do you have any other nicknames, names?
0: Adworld and then Ad, sometimes uh, Beast. Beast? Yeah, Beast. Love Bomber. And then in my Korean name. All my friends call me in a different way. My first okay. name is Bongyun. Okay. His first name and Kim is last name. Right. So Bongyun, so he has a like Bongza, Bongu, something like that. Yeah. bongguru, Bong Bongbong. Whoa. Um, I like that so one. One story is there. Uh, my mother, when my mother made a password for me when I was young. Right. right. But I couldn't know, I couldn't figure out how to make it by myself because I was young. Right. So my mother went to like, what was that? Civil center. Okay. Well, what, city center. Right, right. What hell that? I'm still learning English. Hey, no, no, English, you, you, English is yeah. great, man. Yeah. So city center, and then she wrote my name on the paper, but she didn't exactly know how to spell my oh, name. Oh shit. So it has to be B O N G G Y U N, right? But she me the Y at the end. So my name is B the gun, Bong Gun. Bong Gun. So okay. I came in here and came, I realized the Bong is a, right? Right. Right. And, right, and right, the right. gun <laughs> is a. <laughs> <laughs> Right. So, my name is like uh, a... <laughs> 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 That's my name. Oh.
1: Damn. That's the okay. most, Dove, right? most
0: unique dope, like right? Yeah, name
2: it's kind of scarburst Dry, huh? Yeah, right? like, uh, <laughs> Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah, <laughs> <laughs> starting off. <great>. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh my God! Yeah,
1: so that's so that's yeah. a young Arabic boy in uh in London. In London, who's keeping it real? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so that's where that sample. <laughs> Alhamdulillah, keep the halal Time. Like uh, and we oh, also oh, have oh. Drake. You know, are you stupid or are you dumb? <laughs> young Mola, we have the regular high top sample right there. So if you
0: if you press the button, people who are listening to the podcast can we'll hear listen it to all. that like sound. That's right. They can. That's crazy. I like that. It's pretty crazy. It you is know.
2: pretty
1: crazy. You're right.
0: We're
2: trying to entertain on different levels. Different <laughs> level. <laughs> it's more than conversation. Oh, look it's at that passionate eyes! That's oh true. my God! Very passionate eyes.
0: I saw the flare, Chokes. just like a brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> different level, See? man. Always be for like a different level,
1: like something different,
0: mm-hmm. like a unique style. Yeah. yeah,
1: we're trying. We're trying to be those things. You right. Know? We're trying to, um, and as we're here, we're bringing on unique guests like you. So thank oh you, thank God. you very much for yeah. joining us.
2: We want to know about you.
1: Yeah, we want to know all about you. Okay.
2: When did you uh? When did you make it over here? When
1: did you make uh, it to Canada? two years ago? Two I years came to Canada. Okay.
0: Wow. It was the first time I came to Canada. The the reason I decide because I'm a <laughs> peaceful country. Right. And nature nature really closed the environment. Everything is included in my the thoughts. Right. You know? And then actually I wanted to go to US. Right. To be an entertainer. I thought to be um somebody working in the industry like what is that journalism yeah, yeah. or like um broadcasting area mm-hmm. so i decided to come here and then i prepared to go to seneca journalism course but for some reason after i prepared seneca didn't have a, like um what can I you say? Down? the concrete the curriculums that oh, yeah, like yeah. uh let international students get into their college. Oh, I see. Because I already passed all the like a course for getting into college. But they canceled their way. So what can I do that? Yeah, how would you get in? Oh my gosh. Yeah, so I couldn't get in. Mm -hmm. So after then, I tried to go to George Brown because I had an experience of making like videos on the social media in Korea. Right. And I did an MC too, like for anniversaries. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Some kind of like like yeah. entertainment work. Yeah, kinda. entertainment yeah. work. And then they accepted me, but a week later they noticed me that there are a lot of like Chinese students till mm-hmm. so next semester. Oh shit. So we couldn't get you. Damn. But
1: they put a cap, essentially, yeah. yeah.
0: In the period period I was making something funny videos. So I feel like I'm a funny guy. I could feel it. I right. listened to my instinct. Yeah. Yeah. Then I tried to search some funny academy, like comedians or something. And on top of that, there's a Humber College. Mm.
1: And I got really? into it. And this is like, you were searching for Canada only, like Toronto only, or you were searching like anywhere in North America? Just Google it, like, a wow.
0: no, Humber. Not a Humber, I Googled funny academy or something in Toronto, right? Wow. In Toronto. And then I got that information. Oh, this is the one that I want to get in. Mm. Because I need a visa, otherwise, I didn't have to get into college. It was really expensive. Yeah. You can spend that money to for doing something. Yeah. So I got into college. But before than that I watched my first stand up show at the absolute. Mm. Wow. And then I couldn't understand what they're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when no. you
1: when you came here, uh, was there do you have any family here? Is there anyone you knew? No, no, you, nobody you came straight by yourself. Yeah. Wow. It's like a decided, okay, I'm gonna go to Canada. Yeah. I wanna Damn. do something. What was like what yeah, I mean that's like a very yeah. tough decision to make, right? I'm yeah. assuming you have all your family and all of your friends are in yeah, Korea. That as well. is the reason that like, sometimes
0: you decide something, not 100%. Mm. I just saw the big picture because I'm, since I was young, I really wanted to go to Western country. Yeah, And then I couldn't make it because I went to China stayed for five years. And I would go back and forth to China and Korea to work and to study, but it was my like a thing that I listen to. It's kind of like a pressure from the society or something. Right. But I try to get out of it. And then finally I decided to come to Canada. So it was kind of big picture. Yeah. that I'm going to go there. Right. And I knew what I was doing. I'm MC. I want to work in the broadcasting area. It's a kind of like a middle yeah, picture. Yeah, yeah. And finally I found something that I really want to be. Funny guy. Mm. Finally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I keep Doing it like stand-ups and different acting stuff, this is my thing. Mm-hmm. It's a different things in the one area, but I love this. Yeah. So I'm mm-hmm. doing it now.
1: Madness.
2: And what are you studying currently? Currently comedy, I mean. comedy. Almost done. Studying comedy. So the yeah. so the program and is English. called comedy. Oh, and English. Yeah,
0: man, damn English so hard to <laughs> practice. <laughs> hard. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. After you grow up, your tongue is like kind of Okay, concrete, like a formed. Right, 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 right. So yeah, I've tried to like,
1: make it smooth. Different, yeah, the yeah. way that you form your tongue. It's pretty hard. Know. I can only imagine.
2: Yeah. And what made you want to study comedy? Just because most, uh, let's say most people coming out of high school, they go straight yeah. into the clubs and start right. doing open mics, but you wanted to, to study. Just to study it. Visa. Hmm? Oh, the right. The reason I studied is comedy. Only reason mm-hmm. I got into college is visa.
0: Oh, oh visa, yeah. okay, yeah. that makes sense. Otherwise, I just work and then go to open mic. I tried it my best. Yeah. To do something, achieve something, right? But college, it kind of like visa, right? It gives you the reason, yeah, yeah, for sure.
1: And uh, and did you do any stand up in Korea prior to coming here? Because I know you mentioned you did YouTube videos and you're doing MCing. Did you ever try stand up or like before that? I want to ask you what is, um, what is comedy culture in Korea like? Is stand up. Yeah, is like the stand-up type comedy really prevalent? Is it mainly more like YouTube or production type comedy, written comedy? What is like, Um, yeah, how would you describe it? In the
0: past, 80s, 90s, I remember 80s, I don't really exactly know the period of time, but in the 80s, there are a lot of stand-up comedy Mm. because we got affected from Western culture. And there was one guy who went to America to do stand-ups and he got pretty famous. Because he was famous in Korea, too. Wow. But after 80s, and the government is still kind of like, uh, they're using military force. And it kind of like, it uh, wasn't that like, um, free. The government itself wasn't that free for people. Yeah. So we couldn't have really, like, freedom of speech. Mm. So they banned the stand-up comedy. So it disappeared. They banned? What, yeah. what year did they ban it? I couldn't remember the 80s, almost at the end of the sure. 80s or something and then after that, but we still need a comedy Yeah Comedians want to make people funny For sure Fun, mm. right? Funny? Fun? What is that? They make wanted to make, make people laugh? Laugh, laugh right yeah, yeah, yeah. Make people feel fun So we adopt slapstick comedy like sketch comedy like things mm. from the Japan Yeah, right. Japan and then mm. we're still doing it and recently one guy started like stand up comedy he names yu byung jae okay. in korea byung Liu, leo yu something so he's starting it but it is not weird like a traditional stand up comedy style he's kind of a talk show style mm. but it is starting out because um we remember the korean people impeached impass- like uh the woman first lady president in korea impeached okay yeah, I did not know about that. So, what, what take her down, they? took her down from the uh, throne.
1: Shit. Okay. And then That's we
0: the realize, okay, we can talk about something. Yeah, like a political government. S- something
1: very real, right? And
0: yeah, we got the power in my in our mind. Because
1: there's a lot that you can make fun of yeah. when someone gets impeached. Yeah.
0: It's getting changed now. The world is changed because YouTube and the, all the, like social media stuff connect the world into the one point. Yeah. Something happens in Western country not 100 percent at least 50 percent of the like a uh, power the energy affects the asian culture Just mm. is, is changing so there's a, like um standard comedy is rising up and uh, you know gangnam yes gangnam gangnam. it's the center of the um, like Seoul. yeah mm. and then there's a like a one big standard comedy club was built up built up a few months ago or something Damn. last year oh my gosh okay uh, and then in china too it means that people starting out, yeah, 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 like uh, talking about something. More money is being invested yeah. into it as well, Even right? Even China, because in China, you can't like talk about something bad against government, right? Mm. Yeah, I the don't know why the my th- voice changed. That's a reality, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because totally. Chinese government, if you say something about bad about like government, they're gonna capture you. And then, just without any noticing.
1: Yeah, for sure. Torture. Lot of lot of scary literally, stuff. Really,
0: just snatch you. snatch you, snatch you, snatch yeah. you out of the society, um, you know, or just disappeared.
1: Yeah, no kidding. Yeah,
0: that still happened.
1: Um, and when you when you first made that jump to, or when you decided to make that jump, how is it that your your family felt about uh, not only you leaving the country, but also choosing to study comedy, right? Yeah. Because like we could, I mean, I think if either of one of us came to our parents and said that, they would. Yeah, they would say that's a good joke, yeah. and then leave it there. They'd be like, "You're not going to school for comedy, right?" right. <laughs> but how is it that your parents reacted or your family? reacted I didn't
0: talk about that like to my parents, my mm. mother. Yeah.
1: So, when I was leaving
0: Korea for Canada, because I, my mother already knew that I'm the person that I has to do, I have to do something that I want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, in my whole life, if I don't do something. I got depressed. Mm. Because when I was young, I was really energetic kid, but uh I got affected from the so society's like kind of norms and standards. Mm. That makes people like a weakened, you know what I'm saying? That's really funny thing that people gathering together in society and they make people weaken each other. Wow. Like per- yeah. <laughs> Try to eat each other. Mm. But the one Really, true thing is that they want to be something else out of this society. Yeah. But I don't know. They're fighting each other again and again, mm-hmm. and affect in a bad way to the people. Yeah. To each other, you know. You remember, like uh, you put the crabs, crabs into the pot. Yep. And they try to get out of it, but they stomp other crabs to the, right. bottom, to get the bottom to get out of right. and die together. Right. And that's a society. Wow. That's human na- nature, right? Dang. So um, yeah, um, I tried that out of crazy it <laughs> for many years. So I realized I should do something. I always try like uh believe my instincts, whatever I do, yeah. So yeah, and I chose, and my mother understood, even if she was kind of sad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she's in Korea alone, and then my brother living in Japan, oh. already been like there ten years. Okay, and I always. Our family is separated. I don't know. My mm. family, you know, you believe that like bleed, blood type. Mm. Me, my mom, and my brother, and my father, even AB, all right. AB. Wow. It's really rare. because so we have a kind of like a really unique personality or something. But yeah. we always separated to Kay. different countries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and we understand each other a lot. We miss each other, but my mother understood me and... I just came here in Canada. Well, at the beginning part, I didn't talk about that to my mother. Yeah. But after... About the, the comedy com- part? <laughs> commercial
1: Commercial work. Right.
0: I feel like I kind of... Yeah. Oh, I got a commercial, I feel like, okay, I got some energy, but I cool. still waiting. Yeah.
2: First of all, we got to give one up to these supportive parents, you know? That's
0: right. Yeah, my mother is really supportive. She's my kind of, like, a most respectable person in my life. Wow. Yeah. Mm.
2: <laughs> <laughs> For all the moms out there, the moms. I just want to let you know something, I love you, oh, what about you? I love her. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now we're going to get back to this, we're going to keep it real. <laughs> before the commercial before the stardom, you know, before all the, the women, you know, before the glamour, You had to start off at an open mic. Yeah. Talk about that first uh, open, mic, in open Canada. mic. Open mic. Open mic. Okay. How was the
1: first one? Because you all, like you mentioned, you uh, you didn't come to the country with a firm grasp of the language, right. which is a major barrier. Yeah. On top of that, you also are like us; you're you're not a white person, right. so immediately you stand out, particularly in comedy spaces, right? right? Like, correct us if we're wrong, but when in the comedy spaces that you've entered, are the is there any diversity? Is it mainly white people? What is it? What does What's it usually different? look like?
0: Uh, in open mind. So, yeah, are, uh, so
1: how about you, Like your first one? The first one you ever went to? What was the demographic? It was like, a like college, college open mind. Oh, okay, okay.
0: But it's still kind of like a worried mind. But in my mm. mind, no matter what's in my mind, which is like uh, worries me, right. I don't care. Mm. That's, in my life, I go through so many things that makes me like uh, really energetic. If right. I want to do that, right. I have to do. Right. Whatever happened I have to do. Yeah, so yeah, I yeah. just like a write a script by myself. I've never thought about it. I write up a script myself. Okay, let's do it. And I just appointed like not a point, like uh, reserve my spot mm. from the Humber. And then I scripted and then I remember a little bit. Yeah, this one. And then I went to open mic and then got on the stage. It wasn't an even stage, it's like a one room and there's a bunch of chairs in a row by row. Right. And the people are sitting there and then when my like a times come, and then I just get on the stage, get on the like a front of people, and I do my set. I remember my first jokes was like, <laughs> <laughs> just, please. Joke. Still. Hi, my name is my name is Edward Kim. I'm from North Korea. I have a nuclear in my pocket, <laughs> 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 and I want the. I remember that. Bangor. When people liked that, people liked it. Uh, people laugh at it. I feel like, oh, this feeling is so good. I want to <laughs> make it more great, <laughs> That's more funnier. Awful. And I started open mic every day. And when a peak point, I went to like a five, six mics a night.
1: Wow,
2: real comedy. Yeah,
1: a night. Comedian. Yeah, I, a year. In I, one night, you went. Yeah, one night. You did five or six. Wow. Yeah, Holy and during
0: the God. summer, I was crazy about it. I want to make it really good. So I go to like uh, three.
1: So you jump, like you do at yeah, one? Go go, 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 hustle. Holy cow.
0: And then a year, I did like a thousand, a thousand
1: mic. Oh my God. A thousand
0: mic. <laughs> like some night, i really, really tired, mm-hmm. exhausted. And my emotion was like fluctuate. Yeah. It, because mm-hmm. my life only consists of one thing, like I sleep, wake up, eat, write, go to the mic. Damn. Come home, sleep, write, something like that. That's crazy. That and then really one crazy. night, I emotionally so sad. Yeah. But I pushed myself to get on the bus to go there. And then in the midway to the mic, in the subway, I couldn't stand the like tiredness and the, the emotions. I just got off the train. I came back home. To Dude, get man. the man. Good. Like real, man. that's yeah. h- that's really intense. Yeah. That's really really and intense. I realize yeah. sometimes. Oh, why why comedians? Like, try some suicide. Or yeah, something. yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. They go through some dark times.
2: Yeah, they definitely go through, you know, those uh, depressed stages, was yeah. which can lead to that. Yeah. But yeah. how do you how do you get away from that? How do you adjust yourself? And okay, I deal like a better. thousand says a year already, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: And then because I have a goal that the kind of traditional comedy way that comedians talk about and many different like um, some old comedians talk about you should go to set as much as possible right as many as possible so i just did it Mm. i just listened to the voice that the people said and then i realized that even if you go to open mic the first thing the most important thing you have to focus on is your condition Uh, especially when you try like new jokes the new jokes you don't know it works or not at the beginning part as you do when you write something you realize oh this is going to be funny but at the beginning part you don't have any idea
1: yeah that's so nerve-wracking yeah
0: so you don't have like a good condition you get on a stage you can't figure out whether your joke is funny or not and
1: by condition do you mean
0: like your state of mind the state of mind and the focus right yeah always the focus Followed by the condition.
1: Mm, okay.
0: So you are like a first of all you're gonna um, stay funny, right? On the stage and right. then you're gonna talk a lot and you're gonna enjoy the stage. Right. And the next one come comes together is that whether your jokes is funny or not. Mm. You're a funny guy, and then you're a special guy, and then you're gonna talk about some funny things. And the funniness also comes from you, not just jokes itself. Yeah so everything comes together but first of all you have to be funny other than your jokes it's not going to be funny yeah because you're the person who generate the jokes the sound of the jokes and the feeling of the jokes so you're yeah. a kind of machine yeah 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 so your mind is here so it's go to the go through like a body to the heart and then generate the energy and comes out your mouth wow and your body movement everything but if you don't have like um Good condition, everything goes through and then disappear here. Mm. And you just say things that makes sounds. Right. And sounds doesn't. L- what can I say? Sounds good. Right. Yeah.
2: Right. Now I want to get to uh, something else. The something other day I was uh, I was at the gym. You know, yeah. trying to uh, trying to catch a vibe at the gym. Oh, catch my a vibe. God. Uh, and here's the to things coming, huh? Elliptical yeah. vibe. And at the quarter of my. Corner of my eye, I said quarter, but corner of my eye, I see a TV right. playing commercial. I see you on that commercial. Uh-huh. Now, was it an Axe commercial? Axe was it Axe, or was it? it was another. It was some sort of. Uh, do you? or was it a shampoo? I'm talking about. You know. Huh? Can you tell me the commercial? Yeah, Downey.
0: Oh, you're you care, care about what I'm talking, like. A, hmm? So you're caring about that if. I could speak of the like title of the uh, commercial, right? No, oh, no, 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 I
2: I actually, no, there's no shots. <laughs> oh, I actually forgot. genuinely didn't know because did I caught like speech. three seconds of it. I only yeah. saw your face right. and then it... Oh, it was a t- down. Downy commercial. Downy? It was a yeah. Downy commercial, really? Downy
1: is uh, the tissue? What is Downy? No, no, softener. Softener. It's softener. Oh, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah.
0: Fish. Uh, it's to be Adam. Damn, us Okay, Damn, okay. <laughs> That's last, <man>. yeah, <laughs> you gotta start doing was some research. Was so great. How was
1: how was that though? That's so. No, was that your first commercial?
0: Yeah, it was first commercial and, and your, first audition. First,
1: and was it your first commercial in English?
0: Yeah, but I didn't. I didn't speak anything. Oh, SoC, just okay. Okay, okay. Yeah. okay so SOC is still uh, feel comfortable for me. Okay. Yeah, because um, I have an accent. Mm. If you have an accent. You got these nothing. bastards! These mm-hmm. you got these nothing. bastards, man! Yeah, they're yeah. not gonna give you it's the accent. How dumb it is on the TV! Yeah, yeah, that's so, bullshit. Truly, but yeah, yeah, I got it, I got it. That's And good. then Thanks. I was like, wow, this this makes me feel alive and excited. This commercial And did you stuff. get paid well? Yeah, I paid well.
1: Amazing. Got the bag. Uh, huh? Amazing. So I, I,
0: it's a uh, good bag. Back of, back of potato chips. <laughs> <laughs> a bunch of back of potato chips. A bag of TTC tokens. I could have ate it for a year or so. I'm going to be become a, like potato.
2: <laughs> it, okay, I'm not going to ask, ask, you, how you, made, go ask right. you how much made, of course. We're not going to stoop that to Ask how much made. But was it enough to cover your rent for a year? Oh. <laughs>
0: I guess so. My rent is pretty cheap.
2: Real king <laughs> hours. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wrong one. Uh,
0: yeah. uh, actually, money's good, but it wasn't that important for me. Of course, of course. I got on the commercial. It drew me into the entertainment area more mm-hmm. intensively. Yeah, That's the point. Always there's a tipping point that like makes you play people down? to step on other stuff, like right. next step. That was kind of another step for me. And then I got into more acting area. And then I didn't even realize that. Because I, I thought I could do acting mm. before. But um, I don't know. I thought I just thought a funny guy. I could mm. do some comedy and funny acting, maybe. Right. But as I learned and practice acting, I feel like, wow, this stuff is really great. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Art. Yeah that you can see stuff and you can like practice your empathy oh wow. yeah because it's all about empathy acting is like you put yourself into another person's situation right, right. and feelings and everything hmm. and then you you're prison right yeah so you show that kind of art well-made art through your like skins to the people yeah yeah that's why I love acting you know
2: damn. As, uh, has comedy or acting helped you better your sense of empathy? Yeah yeah well,
0: yeah because of your practice, you practice you're the person who are doing it. You know what I'm saying Your yeah. skill you, people have like different skills, so many different skills in their life. but if you keep doing one thing again and again, you're gonna develop the skills in a row to the top compared right. to other people who doesn't do that right?
1: right yeah no kidding i mean it's it's also ironic too how like how the 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 skill itself is something that breeds empathy but the industry as a whole is like the opposite right. the, the industry is like far from being empathetic whatsoever right oh, it's more so just like
0: that's really competitive.
1: yeah exactly i mean just like you said earlier right it's like yeah. the, the, the you know of course these are like they're greater systems uh at play here but you know the fact that you, you have an accent yeah. or English isn't your first language like immediately wipes you out of being a being relevant or like being mm-hmm. a potential you know pick to take on a speaking role right. um, which yeah we all know is is bullshit, it's always but, important
0: yeah. though where you at and who you are mm. what kind of person you want to be you know right. you can't do all the roles like in acting right, right. You, you you can do like generals and you can do like some servant can you like what can i say Unique, need unique mm-hmm. what can i say um uh, i don't know like uh so somebody that like served uh served the king right and right, right. cut their balls off oh shit. yeah you know <laughs> what you the know? Hell? <laughs> <That's> <laughs> a lot for i right. knew, okay. i knew? Uh, i could uh, yeah i can remember the word by the way hmm. so you can't be a woman so you should be you should be the person that do some specific roles in your mind right you want to be the general and then you're gonna make yourself as a like specific the person and with a, like specific characteristics for the unique general right and one day there's opportunity they're gonna get you mm. yeah i see i see I what think, you mean yeah.
1: kind of bring as much bring as much of like your own
2: character yeah. and your own personality to you the world ha-
0: has to have your voice yeah yeah, yeah.
2: yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Now, um, just winding down, we just have a, a quick uh, section called Three Peat, where we ask you three questions and you just give three answers, just off the top of your dome, whatever comes to your mind. As quick mm-hmm. as you can. Okay, it's, as quick, as it's like a rapid fire. Yeah. A rapid fire. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Three questions, right? Three questions. Oh my god. First one, three people you'd like to work with.
0: Uh, my friend, Hari, uh, Girard, and
2: Viro. Amazing. They're all in the program with you? Yeah, in the program. Phenomenal. They're my best friends. Amazing. Yeah. Sensational. Um, this one also applies to myself because I am uh, I'm doing a gig tomorrow night. Um, first one. This is your that,
0: personal right? Hmm? It's not about me.
2: About oh. okay. <laughs> it get, it gets into you. Take advantage of my, of my time. Obviously. <laughs> Are you kidding me? It's called taking advantage of the opportunity, kids. Um <laughs> Okay, but this question is actually A question by yourself Okay, okay. Three tips for people trying to get into it uh-huh. Stand up, that is What are three, three pieces tips? of advice that you have For uh, yeah, mm.
1: for someone getting okay. to, to, to comedy specifically
0: Consistency And then uh, Just wait. consistency And then I think work ethic mm-hmm. So everything is comes into one point That you're going to make it good So write every day Right just three thieves, right? Yeah. Oh, I have a lot of thoughts for like, the <laughs> people.
1: I will do two more, two more. So you said consistency, work ethic, right every day. What are two more? Two more. Two more.
0: Okay. Okay. Easily say. Go, you go to the mic. Do your set. Kill.
1: Everyone. <laughs> yeah, <and> reco- recall.
0: <laughs> okay. This is a thing you have to do. So right. h- how you can make that shit, right? This yeah. whole thing. right every day. Try to become a funny person. <laughs> yeah, Go everywhere. If you're not a funny person, you're not going to make a funny thing. Hmm. And be positive. Yeah. Because comedy is hard. Yeah. Everything is hard. But comedy, you can't figure out. But your style is like, how down it into something that people will laugh so, at yeah. Yeah. It's it's positive positive. It down. Perseverance person and then it drives you to go forward yeah. further
2: amazing
1: yeah wow okay sure. perfect
2: yeah. Drop on. Three. three comedians we need to watch who are three oh, comedians that you enjoy God. that you
1: either know from the city okay or you my know.
0: first comedian that makes me do stand-up was Kevin Hart really yeah. wow okay Kevin because i like his physicality and face mm-hmm. and he's like time is so good his face and timing right so you can really what can i focus on his timing mm-hmm. and then second one is a uh, Bilber, i love him yeah
1: yeah mm-hmm. and then are there any are there any out of curiosity are there any korean comics that even to this day like you still look up to or is it mainly north american comics i don't know fair enough fair enough yeah
0: i know Because I like stand-up comedy, and it's pretty prevalent in this country. Yeah, yeah. So, David Chappelle.
1: Nice. Classic. Yeah, classics. Yeah. Amazing.
0: I also like another comedians. Like he's still kind of like uh, what can I say, on the state of like dangerous, dangerous. Louis K.
1: Oh, right, right, right. (laughs)
0: Yeah. Yeah, he's argumentative. (laughs) Like about I, I don't know. Like um. I know he did uh, some wrongdoing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, in a comedy way, he did a pretty good job. Right. He's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, and then he worked hard. And sometimes people say that he includes something he did into his comedy. Mm. But we're gonna talk about like part of life. But right. I just talk about his like comedy, the writing itself. Like right, the, right, right.
1: His skill set. Yeah, the skills that yeah.
0: he used in his comedy is amazing. Yeah, yeah.
1: It's always a always a difficult difficult thing to try to do, right? It's to separate mm-hmm. someone's skill set from right. their like their life, their decision making, right? So yeah, I I hear you on how it's like a, a complicated thing. Yeah, it's complicated to uh, yeah. to talk about. Um, but Edward, man. We we know that you have to go because you're you're going to go yeah. perform a set right now. Like but uh, we'll comedy. certainly have you back on you, when you have more time, we can yeah, sure. dive even deeper oh, into I a lot it. of the things we that you should. Go for an hour. Yeah, because uh, you have dropped hour, a lot of gems. Hour easy, <laughs> <laughs> easy. easy. Okay,
0: we can do like twelve hours. Twelve,
1: 12 hours. Sixteen right, no hours
0: is fine. Sixteen hours. You know sauna. 16, hmm? Just a week. Sauna. You know sauna. Southern? Yeah, sauna.
1: In a sauna? yes yeah, sauna. You want to do it in the sauna? Oh, in a, oh yeah. Okay, oh, yeah, we could do that. Oh, fire! Butt ass naked.
2: yeah no, naked, butt ass naked. Yeah, it's just in our towels. That be amazing. Are naked. I <laughs> know. That's that's the is gonna be adjusted. Are you naked? No. 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 <laughs> now, last question. You know, wrap it up. Um, Michael Jackson. Uh, did you do it? Oh my um, God. <laughs>
1: all right so we had to let our guy edward go because he had a he actually had a comedy set to go to um at absolute comedy bars that he said mm-hmm. um so shout out to that guy thanks for uh for, how is it that you yeah how is it that you found out about about edward
2: oh yeah so uh i go to yuck yucks on tuesday nights from time right. to time because they have their open mic yeah. night
1: tuesday uh sorry yuck yucks where which yuck yucks in downtown okay just toronto right
2: and it's about five bucks, right? And you see about ten acts. They each do about five to seven minutes, yeah. and the headliner probably does about twenty or something like right. that. And myself and Victor, who's been on the pod, love to just watch open mic, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or just stand up in general. I just love, mm. and then he loves watching open mic because he kind of wanted to watch. He kind of wants to see people uh, start out. I guess <laughs> is a nice way of saying it. That's
1: a very niche, uh, niche like realm Mm -hmm. of comedies like i want to see people who aren't refined you know yeah it's also kind of cool it's like maybe he's just like trying to find out the next the next big not even big you know just like the next talented comic to come out of the city
2: Mm -hmm. and i've always been on the fence with open mic just because i hate watching people bomb (laughs) (laughs) because i've bombed i used to do oh yeah like i never talk about it but
1: (laughs) talk about it man this is the space for it that's why we host a podcast so we could talk about things that no one will listen to us talk about.
2: Exactly. Yeah. About 2015, four years ago, I did stand up maybe four times. Whereas now that I'm thinking about this guy said he did a thousand sets in a year. <laughs> that's. One I mean, I want to do the math. Sets. He
1: said six sets a night. How many nights a week? Let's. I'm not even going to do the math, but yeah, that's that's a lot of sets.
2: That's so many sets. That'll destroy your mind. Six, I mean, that six many sets. sets a night. That's like, crazy.
1: A little bit hard to believe. I will admit. A little bit hard to believe. But still, crazy. Like,
2: I'm thinking about doing one set a week. Spend <laughs> so it six a night. That's intense. That's a right. lot.
1: Yeah, it's a lot on your mind and your body, too. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, oh, yeah. and So back to what I was saying with Victor yeah. and myself. So we watch these... Open mics every Tuesday night, but we might see it, like, twice a month. And, yeah, we saw Edward go up about three times. Right. And he always killed it. Right. And he's all—he's all, also the only Asian guy on the bill. It's right. all straight white dudes. Totally. And, like, every time I kind of feel this is... Uh, I mean, now I see more women, women of color, men of color. But one time, it was just, like, ten white dudes. Classic. And it just got... Boring. Yeah. And then finally we see Edward and he's refreshing new take and yeah. the com I and mean, he wasn't doing stand up about porn. Right. Which was amazing. Every guy had a porn joke. And then he was doing a bit about a bicycle and him riding the bicycle and like the physicality of it and yeah, hilarious. Yeah. And yeah, he just had so many funny, funny bits back to back and we yeah. had to support
1: Yeah, I had to bring him on. I mean his story is kind of phenomenal, right? He'd been in the country for two years and I mean, first off, didn't come to the country knowing English and not only one speaking like super super well, but on top of that, uh is like performing comedy in another language. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like if you reverse that, right? You think about like, either one of us spending two years in Korea and like doing it th- doing a thousand shows in a year. Yeah. <laughs> Which I'm like, just saying it sounds unbelievable, but I'm going to take his word for it. A thousand shows in Korean. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, truthfully, sounds impossible. Um, and also, I thought he came here five years ago. Word. He said two years he ago. He said two years ago, yeah. Within those two years, Within he learned years. English.
1: Yeah, what have What have you learned in two years? I'm, I literally oh. was thinking that during that recording. What have I learned in two years? <laughs> like, hard skill, you know? Not like something about myself, but hard skill. Yeah. I <laughs> I've mean, learned how to... Uh, upload audio onto the internet that's what i've learned
2: i kind of learned how to play keyboard one summer <laughs> but then i quit right after <laughs> so that was like three months damn like uh, your mind has to be in a place where you're okay with performing to kind of it's a different audience every night or sometimes the same f- audience, like alien
1: know. audience you like white people every night again in a space where yeah you're you're not the norm um and you're already alienated given the fact that english isn't your first language you know Mm -hmm. all that stuff compounds um and he's i mean yeah i'm I'm glad that he mentioned like how tasking it is mentally because uh i mean obviously (laughs) again coming back to the thousand thousand shows thing is that like of course it's going to catch up to you but even like even doing it once once a week you know uh can still weigh on you right just depending on how that goes depending on all the things that you said right your condition uh which you know i interpreted as like yeah your your like state of well-being and like what energy you're bringing into a space like that Mm -hmm. uh in terms of like you know how prepared you are for criticism how prepared you are for like to, to bomb essentially and to like keep things moving uh that's like Like, off record, he said to me, he's like, oh, yeah, you should try it. And I was like, there's no way. All of those things, like, are way too embedded into my mind for me to ever just, like, pull up on stage and be like, you know, it's fine if I bomb. It's fine if I mess up my words, like... Not at that point yet. Not near no not anywhere close to being at that point yet.
2: Yeah, and something I wanted to get to was uh the fact that he only performs to white audiences. Mm. It's not his choice, he performs downtown Toronto, it's yeah. all white audiences. Yeah, for the most part, yeah. Like every time myself and Victor go we're the only diversity in the crowd. Damn. So that's also interesting because uh, I was always very nervous to perform in front of white crowds. So like yeah. tomorrow, I'm performing in front of an all brown crowd. What I'm assuming is all brown, almost
1: all Tamil crowd. Yeah,
2: and I'm very comfortable because I'm used to talking to brown people. Yeah. And I'm used to talking to a lot of brown people, so it's not a problem at all. Yeah, but and shout out to um, to Terka and Sunter who are trying to create these shows for yeah. brown people so that we can perform and be comfortable. That's right. Now I don't know if I have if I'm the only person that has this fear performing to those different demos, right like maybe I'm mad at all the other people performing tomorrow super comfortable performing from a white audience. Yeah. I don't know, but that's maybe that's just me mm. but yeah, he's able to do that and and now, when you look at comedians and when you see these Netflix specials and stuff like that, yeah. you kind of have like a better appreciation for what goes into all that totally because like totally you're not getting a special off of doing even a thousand shows a year no. in Toronto. <laughs> yeah that's right because man eventually he has to move he has to go to the states if yeah. he wants to really pop that's right it's gonna happen eventually yeah, that's right if he wants to do new york or la
1: yeah and on top of that too like the the implications of him being here as like a student right on a work or on a student visa is mm-hmm. like that expires after two or three years He ha- he will have to find work that falls under you know what the canadian government deems as like skilled labor and then after that after doing like that for a year or so or building up enough kind of like credits or points towards putting in an application he can apply for permanent residency and even then it's like a lottery like the t- the chances of like again like i'm not saying the chances of him staying here are slim to none but the loopholes that he'll inevitably have to go through to like stay here not only as a as a as a resident but like stay here and pursue comedy you know mm-hmm. um is like such a tough path but i i in a lot of ways appreciate that like he's self-aware and he's just kind of gunning for and like taking away from it, what he, what he can. Um, But yeah, man, I mean, it's, it is kind of wild to me. Something that I, you know, hope we can get the chance to talk to him about at some point too, is like something that always kind of worries me or, or something that did worry me thinking about, you know, what you said is like the fact that he's predominantly uh, performing to white audiences is like what it is that the white, Audiences are laughing at, you know, that's something that in in a lot of ways kind of like, uh, uh, in a lot of ways has, has me worried too. Right. Is like, are they laughing at him? The fact that he isn't someone who, who's, you know, English or native language is English, um, that he is coming from like another place that he isn't in in a lot of ways playing on, um, his race or his, his background as his, uh, as like punchlines, um, is like whether or not that becomes like a, you know, in like the same way that you see it in film, where where there's like tropes or there's ideas that are like played out. Um, it's like whether that becomes dangerous, you know, dangerous for him. Um, but yeah, I mean, at the same time, the fact that he has like, yeah, as he mentioned at the end too, like a, a a crew of people that he rolls with and that he performs with, I think is is good and is important that there's other people supporting him as well. Um, but. Just, yeah, is another reminder of, like, how, not, yeah, how tough it is, how tough it is to, like, be, to not have, you know, English as your native language or just, like, also just perform comedy in, like, the current landscape, right? Yeah,
2: yeah. Like, it's, yeah, it's a lot, man. It's a lot. It did bring up an interesting point about the, the joke, like, what are they laughing at? What are they laughing because at? Because yeah. he does write well-written jokes. He does, yeah. And I'm laughing... Like let's say I'm in the audience and like it's all white people myself, yeah. I'm laughing at the joke. I don't know if David or Steve are laughing yeah. at the accent or the joke. That's right, yeah. And that kind of sucks to yeah. be in that position. Yeah. Well. yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean,
1: at the same time, for him, like he said, it's like you know he's still getting his exposure, but um, I don't want to say at what cost, but yeah, in a lot of ways, it's, it's, uh, it's kind of scary and necessary, right? To to think about whether or not. Yeah, what what it is that they're, that is like funny about it, um, and what that implies, I guess. It's like the same way I think about, um, you know, in in Crazy Rich Asians. I'm sure I talked to you about this, how like all of the men, outside of, like three of them, three male male identifying characters in that film, are like chiseled. Mm-hmm. Their English is all superb, um, and they're like you know st- stereotypical like alpha or like you know like brawlic males you know what i mean all successful successful with women physically in shape whatever it is articulate etc etc and then the three others um are uh comic relief in uh ken jong then there is the um the the stylist who comes in and again is bringing more feminine energy and oh, again yeah. plays more of a comic comic relief. And then the only other male character in the movie is uh, Aquafina's younger brother, who's who's like who plays the creep. Who's oh, like, Jimmy O'Yang, Yang? Is that? Oh yes, Jimmy's yeah. also in that same thing. Comic relief meant to be like outlandish. Oh yeah, different uh, characters talking about. But that's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So all three of them are comic relief for again either for like their absurdities for Kim Jong. It's like it's like his like you know his like use of like african-american vernacular and like all that stuff it's the same thing with aquafina right that same argument is made um for jimmy it's like his outlandishness he's like meant to he's he's kind of mimicking what ken jong played in the hangover right it's just like the super outlandish super wired uh you know asian guy who is um in a lot of ways like overcompensating right that's Mm -hmm. like again there's like another another trope that gets added in there and then yeah the last one is aquafina's brother who like arguably is like the most like average dude in that thing right he's like mm-hmm. you know he's not chiseled he's just like pretty normal looking but like what gets attached to him no words just like creepily taking photos of women you know when like told to stop like not resisting um yeah so sh- you know again you can laugh at it but like what are you laughing at you're laughing at the fact or you're making these associations in your head that it's like oh this is what like i can imagine or assume or attached to every average-looking Southeast Asian man who you see—it's it's kind of shitty. It ends up being really shitty in that sense, yeah. right? That you know, all these other guys end up being the exception, but you know, the one guy who's the most average-looking is not—he's um, the, the "quote-unquote" norm. When that's likely not the case, or it is not the case whatsoever. Um, but what do I know, man? Are you
0: stupid? Are you dumb? What do I that? know? That's this one awesome right okay.
1: how, how do you feel about these, man? Please let us know. You know, in the comments or maybe DM us. How do you feel about How do you feel about what we chose here, man? We got Lil Wayne. Shout out to Wayne. Young Moolah, baby. What else are we bring? about the high top one, just the classic. Parties. We got our guy. Pre-workout kicked in full hard. Jeez. Really hit that guy during the uh, yeah, during name. the episode. We got the air horn, classic, ah! um, we, <laughs> we got our bro, <laughs> keeping a halal all the time. Alhamdulillah, I keep halal all the time. I love that one, um, shout out Kawai, <laughs> <laughs> we got, you know, the, the flex, the funk flex, uh, And we're gonna keep adding to them, you know, um, in an ideal world, every time we have a guest on, we'll ask them what they want to hear on the soundboard, and we'll be able to create like a bank that way, you know. But, um, but yeah, man, this is, this is a good episode. I'm excited, you know, for your comedy set. I'm not sure if I'll actually be there or not, but, um, either way on the next episode, we'll, we'll talk more about it, how it goes. Um, because yeah, it, it is like a very scary thing, uh, being in that space. Um, you know, particularly given that, yeah, you said the last time you performed some stand up was like four odd years ago. Um, and that, yeah, this is again, in front of a, a crowd that you're, for the most part, uh, generally speaking, familiar with, um, but even still, it's, it's still pretty, pretty scary, but also really exciting. You know, I think anyone that I've told about the show, um, who didn't know prior who's unable to make it has also been very excited and they've shared their, their well wishes with you. So, um, we're all very excited for, uh, for you to tell us about it once it's, uh, once it's over.
2: If I do bomb, we will do a, like a very, uh, in-depth analysis mm. on the next episode, We'll analyze all the jokes and be like, how did I, this bomb? Yeah. This is a classic. <laughs> well, you, this?
1: Do you Do you know anyone who's, who's showing up? Like, do you have any friends who are, who are also going? Gao, what up to Gao? Okay. So, get Gao to videotape it for us. And then that way we can do like a, we'll treat it like an ESPN, like film analysis. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, so when he ran this route right here, just take a look at his facial expressions. <laughs> this is where things started to go downhill. Let's run that clip. Eh, just stop right there. We'll yeah, actually, pool.
2: you know what? If I do bomb, we're just going to throw it all up on YouTube. I mean, whether it goes well or not,
1: <laughs> I think we should throw it up on YouTube either way, you know. But, uh, but no, man, it's going to go fine. And either way, you know, as we kind of talked about earlier uh, with Gao, is that it's five minutes of your life. And whether it goes well or not is just more reason to keep doing it. You know, you get an idea of whether or not things are sticking, whether they're not keep moving from there. Um, so, yeah, it's well, going to be good, man.
2: Thank you for that. I think we should wrap up with Soup It Up real quick. We definitely should. Of course, sponsored by Campbell Soup officially now. No, Absolutely. I'm just lying. That's not true at all. But Never. Alhamdulillah, I keep halal Would you like to
1: start? No, I I don't think I have anything to start. So please go ahead.
2: Uh, two things or one and a half. Obviously, very some very sad news is uh, Nipsey Hussle passing. Um, yeah, goodness me. You know what? He did say some things in his life that I didn't agree with, but he did a lot of things that did or. Yeah, I mean, do agree with because it's still ongoing. Did a lot of yep. great things while he was here in that yep. short 33 years. Other than make, obviously, great m- music with Victory Lap. Because mm-hmm. I caught on late. Right. I only started listening. Um, all I remember is a Childish Gambino verse yep. off um, Black yep. Faces, which is still a great verse. Yep. And then Victory Lap, which is a great album as well. One mm-hmm. of the best of last year. Yep. Um, I think a lot of people ignored it, but it was a great album. Certainly. And, you know, all he's done for that that block, that area that he's from, damn, he owned that whole Crenshaw, plaza. Yeah. He owned yeah. that whole plaza. Which just, is nuts. He really cared about employing people. Yeah, here. yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, from the co-work I'm sure you've heard of the space that he has, the STEM program. Vector
1: like, 90, something like that,
2: yeah. Yeah, Jeez, yeah. And it's just, um, I know a lot of people are thinking, like, if it happens to him, what chance do I have? But uh, incredibly sad, Sad time mm-hmm. yeah, I agree, yeah for everybody
1: um you know, I think there's enough kind of takes or reflections out there that i I truthfully don't have too much more to add, but um but yeah, you know it's just a um i think a reminder of like someone who was doing very tangible things right mm. um, and of course you know it was he was business savvy as well, like he was making money himself, but it was it was relatively full circle in that sense um I, too, am, I'm not someone I, I can't sit here and pretend like I've been a fan for a really long time. Um, I first n- heard of him when I heard about his very um, unique scheme of uh, selling mixtapes, selling them for $100 each, and, uh, and yeah, making a bun- bunch of money that way, a very kind of unorthodox method.
2: Oh, yeah. I don't know. Actually, I'm not going to continue. Sorry. No, no, no.
1: I mean, that's how I kind of first heard about him. But from there, you know, I, I, I won't pretend like I listened to a whole lot of his music, but... Um, you know, post-mortem, I was able to, to kind of yeah. take in all of the, the work that he did. Um, and it's always very, yeah, just very sad uh, to think about how early his life was taken away. But, um, yeah, in a lot of ways, it's still nice to know that his his projects will still, uh, you know, will still keep moving in that sense. His legacy will very much still live on. Um, and I think that's, yeah, what, what is worth kind of looking at moving forward.
2: Yeah, and also he owned his own masters. Yeah. That's what he always preached, and that kind of hit me. Like, he always preached owning what you have, right. doing it on your own, doing it independently. That's right, yeah. And he did it the right way. Mm-hmm. And now, a lot of people are taking that message now, too. Yeah. I know a lot of people are like, uh, Yeah, I mean, I should be able to do something on my own if I can't get what I want. Mm. And I love that that's what he stood for. Yeah, he did that from you know? from, from jump kind of deal. Yeah, and it's perfectly fine to, to become an Ipsy Hustle fan now. Yeah. Perfectly yeah, yeah. fine to dig into all that music, buy it. Uh yeah, buy it, stream it. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: I agree. I agree. Um, I don't know if I have anything to to say that I'm cheesed about just now. I always I always feel like I forget to bring these up here, but mm-hmm. um yet again I'm left with nothing to say. But that's okay, you know? Thank you for sharing that. Um yeah. Mm-hmm. I think we're uh, we're just about ready to wrap up here. Anything left you want to say to the people, man?
2: I guess last thing is uh, this is real quick. I'm sh- I know we have like, like negative two minutes here in this room. Uh, no shout out to Ryerson. Shout out to Ryerson, but no shout out to them. Right. Uh, I heard the song Uzi dropped called "It's a Rack, and I heard it last night. I was driving at night, and I was like, "Yes, it's time to play the new Uzi." I'm I'm kind of a Uzi fan, you know, because yeah. of how he is, how he is in general outside, how he dresses, his fire songs fire (laughs) and i heard this one i was like oh is uzi the best musician in the world but then he said said some transphobic stuff on the song really and i was like it was so unnecessary the bar was so unnecessary you could have easily pulled it you didn't need to say it Mm. it was um she was in my dms she turned out to be a man Mm. i'm never gonna dm again two bars that could not have been said shouldn't have been said and uh, I hate that, that you said that. Right. You know, it's such a hard song. Right, right, right. Uh, luckily, Anderson Pack did drop Make It Better, which is the new best song in the world. Have you heard that song? <laughs> I have not, man. I'm super behind on everything. Smokey Robinson, What Up, because oh, right, he's right, on right. the song. Smokey right. Robinson. Did I say Robertson or did I say Robinson? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, definitely not Robertson. Robinson, amazing song. Oh, my goodness. Anderson kills it again. Venice. I, I said Venice. Uh, new album that he's dropping. Named after a location. I think comes up in a couple it, of days. I don't know, man.
1: I'm so behind. I clearly have been living in a cave for the since we started recording again, man. Damn. I'm sorry. No, it's all good.
2: <laughs> it's <laughs> all good. You actually, you were living a life I am not. <laughs> no. Uh, that is not true. That is not true. I'm going to get back
1: on these things, you know. Thing once again, full flex here again. But I'm excited to listen to these songs. Maybe not the Lil Uzi song, but mm. definitely some Anderson Pack. Dang, man. Uzi. (sighs) A little poopy dirt. How could you? Either way. Very sad. Thank you for these notes here. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Episode 62 with Edward. Hope you enjoyed this one. Let us know how you feel about it in the comments, I guess. That's the thing now. Uh, And we'll see you guys soon. Bye-bye. Thank you.